Welcome to Creatively Exposed, a conversation for creatives, introverts, sapiosexuals, and all of the people entertained and who love us. I am Liz Flo, the podcast host, poet, writer, and overall Afro-Caribbean Latina creative. I know that is a mouthful, but welcome to the show. Welcome back to Creatively Exposed. And as I gear up for NaNoWriMo, this is my first year. And what NaNoWriMo is, is basically a challenge of sorts that you can sign up online at NaNoWriMo.com, I believe it is. If not, I'll put it in the show notes anyway. And you commit yourself to writing up to or at least 50,000 words. And that could be something new, something old, revisit, rework, whatever. Um, And it's a daily thing. So I've actually asked for tips from the online community on Facebook and different writing groups I'm in. And they recommend to do daily goals Um, and make sure you meet that goal. I guess in my case, um, mathematically, I'd probably divide the 50,000 within the 30 days, et cetera, et cetera. And um, I was thinking the chakra that we have that is where like creativity stems from is the sacral chakra. And what that is, is basically, um, it's an energy point, you know, um, you'll find it like yogis know about it and probably the Hindu religion, anybody who does like a meditative practice will know we're set up in approximately seven different points in our bodies that emit different energies. And so the sacral chakra or savdistana, I may have butchered that, I'm sorry, is the center of our emotional, creative, and sexual energy, which is basically our passionate vibe, if you may. And it's located in our reproductive areas. And the color that's associated with it is orange. And I like this chakra because it's kind of where I flourish. You know, um, passion is kind of like my thing when it comes to writing, when it comes to creating stories, being creative, if I'm not excited about it in any way, it's not going to get done. Um, I'm actually reading from a link that I found that kind of breaks down in detail the sacral chakra. And chakras can either be overactive or blocked. So either way, 
is a negative because it's out of balance. So when it's in balance, everything is kind of moving right. You have the energy to do the things that you want to do to feel and convey and express. When it is off, you know, balance, that's when issues arise. You don't feel like creating your low energy, you're, you know, you fall into addictions. There's actually 12 signs of an unhealthy sacral chakra. And we have some signs as addiction to food, overindulgence, basically. Gambling, sex, work, alcohol, drugs, buying, looking for that high because you're not feeling it normally. Um, We don't want to feel like you feel nothing or you feel cold or numb or just like really stoic. If that's not your natural way of being, then it's like, wait, something's not exactly doing what it needs to do right now. No libido. That is a blockage. Sexually impulsive. Too much libido. Then it's overactive. Um, Can't handle spontaneity, which sometimes that's my issue. So I got to work on my chakra. Reproductive problems. Always tired. Um, Suppressing your feelings emotionally reactive or addicted to drama or creating drama, overly sensitive or aloof, overthinking to the point that you paralyze yourself from creating, lower back, kidney, or stomach disorders. So I've had these in the past and you realize once you know there's more of a balance how different you feel um it's kind of like carrying a heavy cloud on you when you're not in your highest and best and that's just one of the chakras but it's it's a very important one to me all of them have their own importance. But since we're creatives, this is one of the ones that I really wanted to discuss. Because if you can't feel or express how you feel or be excited, then I feel like that's kind of like where writer's block comes from. Or um, just like nothing's coming or overstressing about this is what I should be doing, but nothing's coming and it doesn't feel right or something feels off. I used to be excited by this and now it's not. What's happening? So when it's deficient or like there's a blockage, you feel lifeless, sluggish, passive, blocked, and energy does not flow in. So it's kind of like somebody came and turned off your your switch. Excessive, lively, agitated, reactive, aggressive, 
too much energy. So what it creates when it is, you know, in a blockage or in this case, they call it deficient is you can be detached, cold, emotionally, and sexually frigid. And I'm not, you know, discussing anybody who has like a condition or anything like that, but maybe any any of these things might help or assist. So I'm just trying to have my sacral chakra popping, and I want you to have your sacral chakra popping if you're planning on doing NaNoWriMo or just trying to finish out this last decade. Can you believe it? A final decade, strong and maybe getting projects out. Um, when you have an excessive sacral chakra, you're prone to codependency, emotional explosiveness, and sexual addiction. So just think maybe, you know, do you have an imbalance? Are you in the middle? Where are you right now in terms of how you feel about your creative process? And that's sexually, relationships, like I said in the prior episode, if you heard it, living is a creative venture. So how are you feeling about it? Some ways that you can heal the chakra is by emotional catharsis. And that can be so many different things. Screaming, laughing, crying, watching your favorite show. Um, I know that sometimes I'm not going to cry on sight, but like I'll see some like really these Thanksgiving commercials, like these Publix Thanksgiving commercials that will be coming up. Forget it. You'll see the little tear come down, my little thug tear come down my eyes. But um, any type of catharsis, singing, dancing, Anything that makes you feel like, oh, whatever I was holding on to, I've let it go. Um, creating just to create. I actually did that yesterday. I had music on and my um, therapist, I follow her Instagram and she recommended just listening to music and creating art. And I was like, you know, I just want to create something just see what comes out. You know, maybe it won't be this amazing, I don't know, gallery artwork, but it's just something that lets my brain have fun. So, you know, whatever you use your hands with, maybe something you've never done. Um, I do enjoy painting with a twist. You know, sometimes you need liquid courage while you're painting but it does get you out of your element. I think sometimes we can box ourselves in and it prevents us from finding new ventures and ways to express ourselves and like push our passions into a different space without it having to fit this thing. Identify your sexual blockages. Um, it says here, what sh basically what shame has been taught to you around the idea of sex. 
be it solo, be it partnered, what have you. And think about that, discuss it with someone safe, be it a therapist, be it a friend, your journal, and see if you can deconstruct that shame or see into the shame and see why that is a thing and that it actually prevents you from expressing yourself in a sexual way. And, um, you know, whatever you're comfortable with, it doesn't have to be this outwardly thing. It could just be very personal to you. Carry crystals and meditate. I'm really big on crystals. I haven't meditated, but I know that when I do, life feels different. So I recommend it. The best crystals are usually the orangey, reddish crystals, um, like carnelian, orange calcite. They have jasper and amber, and even moonstone, which is actually a pretty neat stone if you check any of these out. And that helps balance out either or, like if you have a blockage, if you're excessive, if you're in the middle, it doesn't matter. Pay attention to your emotional triggers. If there's anything that you're more emotional than usual, you're angry, you're irritable, you're sensitive, like more sensitive than usual, check it out and see why. And meditation really does help, especially when you're stressed out to quiet and like let you come back to yourself. And it doesn't have to be 30 minutes. It could be five. It could be three minutes. And I definitely recommend that. And it helps you realize, hey, okay, I feel this way. And you can have the internal dialogue. Increase your intake of ginger. If you are not allergic and it is safe for you, um, ginger tea. They also have ginger oil. You can diffuse it. It it just it's stimulating, so wake you up a little bit more, and it's also good for your health. So that's a win-win. Explain explore the root of your addictions. Um. What place was I at in my life when I started getting addicted to this thing? And definitely if you feel like you can't deal with the answers or you can't find the answers, I will always recommend a therapist. And self-care, like look at yourself, admire yourself. Say nice things to yourself, to your body. We can pick ourselves apart a lot because we don't look like whatever perfect, you know, image that we're supposed to look like. And that can hurt us internally. So definitely a lot of self-love, a lot of self-acceptance, um, Treat yourself to better meals if you haven't been eating right or also indulge in something that you have said, no, I can't totally have that because it's going to make me feel fat or whatever. Like if you really want a slice of pizza, you know, don't have the whole box. It's easier said than done. But 
have a moment to just take in the pleasures of life. Um, and I, it's me saying it also to myself because I can overly restrictively parent myself to the point where I don't feel like I'm living enough. So it's like a lot of self-love. Stop apologizing for not being whatever you think you should be. And just say, hey, I am this being. And this is awesome. Um, Even if it sounds crazy, my grandma used to tell me all the time. She's like, I, every time I wake up in the morning, I tell myself, hey, you're beautiful. Hello, good looking. And that, as crazy as it sounds, and it might sound, you know, to yourself, if you've never done it before, it's, it changes your whole vibe, your whole energy. Um, There's also foods like for, you'll notice, and I was talking about this um, last Friday, I had a, I was a feature at Poetic Lakai and all of like my little, my little, my homies came, like a crew of mine, and they come from all different walks of life. And I have, um, I was telling them that, you know, when your chakras are off, your body subconsciously tells you, because if you go to the grocery store and let's say you just go through the vegetable and fruit area, the produce area, and you just mindlessly start picking stuff, Look at your cart and see what colors you have there. And it will tell you what is probably either too high or too low. Because let's say you have yellow peppers and carrots and oranges and I don't know what else is orange. All this orange stuff. Persimmons. I like persimmons. It's because your sacral chakra there's something off balance and your body is trying to help you feel better. So I'll see they have mangoes, almonds, sweet potatoes, papaya, coconuts. They even got coconuts here. So food, good food. Um, Color therapy. I had a salt lamp. I have recommended salt lamps. It keep it gets me like going. So when I don't feel as energetic as I, you know, usually am, then I'm like, oh, I gotta get to work. I turn on my salt lamp. It doesn't like put me all the way up, but it's like, okay, it's time for me to do, you know, record this episode, work on stuff, you know, get into action. Um I also recommend decorating with orange and wearing orange if that is the chakra you're trying to work on. And it can also be like a very light blue or white. I recently read and found that out. Um, They have a sacral chakra visualization. And that's basically thinking of the color orange and doing a meditation with it as a light. 
do something you'd never done before that you've wanted to do. That kind of um, rush, it's going to activate what hasn't been activated in a while. Really and truly, it's just like, find what excites you and do that, especially if you haven't in a long time. Um, Also, like walk in grass or dirt if you're cool with that. Or in my case, I was at the beach. It helps ground you. And it kind of, like the earth helps reset all the, I don't know, the weird stuff that we have that we take in, that we breathe in, the artificial light and all that. It helps recenter you into your body. Get sexually creative. And that can mean whatever you want it to mean. I mean kinks, research, with or without somebody. That's a that's a whole new world, like Aladdin said. Um, there's also oils. Um, I love bergamot. They also have orange oil, rosewood, jasmine, neroli, and you can diffuse it. You can um, mix it with almond oil, or a carrier oil, um, like a like a lighter oil that you can mix the essential oil with. Because too um, concentrated, it might give you a reaction or what have you. Yoga, yoga is so dope. It fixes so many things, even if you don't exactly know what you're doing. Trying it out really helps. I recommend yoga with Adrian. Um, and just also just looking in YouTube, like sacral chakra and see what comes up. There's frequencies and crystal bowls. And I know this all sounds like really mystical, but like we're all made of energy. And if we want to do creative things, then that energy needs to be on point along with the others. But, you know, we're talking about the sacral chakra today. There is a chant, um, vam. So you can say vam and like keep repeating that to yourself and just have fun. Uh, we tend to forget that creating is because we create because it's fun, because it's, it's what moves us. It's what excites us. What is the point of creating if it gives us no joy? You know, sometimes creating can be lucrative and sometimes it completely isn't. And so what is your why? If it's just for a reason that doesn't give you life, then is it really, is there a point to it? Unless, hey, if it is for money and that helps fuel whatever else you want to do, then dope. There's a type of passion there for you. So I just wanted to discuss the sacral chakra because it is super important. And whoever will be doing NaNoWriMo, definitely hit me up on our new Twitter 
which is creatively exposed, and that is just with the X to no E, as well as Instagram, it's also creatively exposed. Send me an email, creatively exposed, since it looks like somebody had exposed with the E. Everything is creatively exposed without the E. And tell me your thoughts. I'm gearing up for NaNoWriMo. I'm probably starting on the 5th. Um, and I have my collection of poetry that I have been like sleeping on for the longest. So I am hoping... I am planning... I am planning to work on it and finalize it and do the final edits, as well as a YA fantasy that I started earlier this year and see how far I can get. Even if I don't make the 50000 I it will rev my engine up to get things going. So there's also a Napodmo um, that I just found out where if there's any other podcasters listening, you can probably find it on Facebook, and that's recording all 30 days. So I'll probably be talking about my NaNoWriMo breakthroughs, breakdowns, because 50,000 words feels like a lot. But it's not impossible, so I just want to work on being consistent with my creative work. Um, Sometimes it falls through the wayside and it makes me feel a little crazy because in the back of my mind, it's like these books, they're calling for me. I should be writing. So I hope you enjoyed. Another thing that I thought of um, as as I was listening back is Flowers by Orange and Golden Flowers or Light Blue Flowers or White Flowers. Um, And just put them in your house. It adds that pop of color um, or dance also is a fun one. So... Just a little tidbit that came to my mind as I was listening back. So Anchor and I have been kicking it for as long as Creatively Exposed has been alive, which September. And I am amazed at how easy it is to record an episode, edit an episode when on the go, either on my phone or in my laptop. And I'm getting paid for it. I get this sponsorship and I don't need to have, you know, a huge listenership, which is pretty dope for the beginning. And it's free, y'all. So if you've been waiting to be heard on all of the sound waves, Apple, Google, etc., then this is your time. Get started on the Anchor app or online at anchor.fm. And start that podcast today. So what are you listening to? Um, I just finished in time for 
Halloween. I'm recording early, actually. Um, I just finished Gods of Jade and Shadow by Silvia Moreno Garcia. And this book was really interesting because it's basically like, well, it's called, it's inspired by Mexican folklore, but it felt like a type of mythology of sorts. Um, I'm just going to read a little bit of the description. It says, the Mayan god of death sends a young woman on a harrowing, life-changing journey in this dark, one-of-a-kind fairy tale inspired by Mexican folklore. And I am obsessed with the character's name because it's so different. Um, Her name is Cassiopeia Dum. And it kind of feels like... Cinderella hits a lick and she ends up opening a new world to like this whole fantastical voyage to freedom, basically. You know, instead of a prince coming to save her, it's like a whole plot twist you didn't expect. It's really fantastical. It was really fun, hilarious. Um, It discusses the themes of forgiveness, kindness, perseverance, and love, as well as life and death, you know. Um, I think those are the most important themes there as well as the dynamic of patriarchy that lives within most of our communities, especially the Latino community. I feel like it's really strong. So that was pretty neat to see it in her point of view as an insider outsider of the family. And then it got really dark and gruesome, but like in a good way. And I enjoyed the world that she built because you can visualize the world inside of a world inside of a world. Um, And how dope is it that you're basically getting to know death in a weird personified way. Um, I really, really enjoyed it. It was really descriptive. I mean, there were moments that I was angry. There were a lot of different viewpoints that I'm not privy to or accustomed to. So I recommend the God of jade and shadow i of course listened to it via audiobook but they're in every type of edition the narrator i think did an excellent job of making it come to life and what i loved most about the book is that I recently went to Mexico and we went to the cenotes 
and we went on the tour to see the Mayan temple. I don't know why that's escaping me right now. That's horrible. Sorry. Um, but in this tour, we were able to learn about the Mayan civilization. We went to one of the Mayan towns that are there. You know, we got to read names, speak to different different people, learn of their current culture and their history. And she talks about cenotes and even the name Cassiopeia Tung, that is a Mayan name. Uh, and every sound syllable has its meaning. So that's pretty cool. Um, and I think that just made it richer for me, adding to the Mexican storyline, the Mayan history and influence in it. Um, and she did speak a lot of the cenotes, which I really enjoyed. It's basically a sinkhole and there are rituals done there. Um, they said that the cenote that we went to, like, if you dip yourself into the water, you'd be healthier. And so I just think it's really, it just added an extra layer for me. The dynamics are pretty interesting as well. You know, it, it goes up and it goes down. So it's a roller coaster. It's an emotional roller coaster, but it's fascinating. So anyone who's into fantasy, I would say check it out. I'm really trying not to give like spoilers and stuff like that. Um, but another part of the description says, Gassiopeia begins an adventure that will take her on a cross-country odyssey from the jungles of Yucatan to the bright lights of Mex Mexico City and deep into the darkness of the Mayan underworld. So check it out. Thank you for listening, everyone. Adios, nos vemos. See you later. Napalepita. This was another episode of Creatively Exposed, and you can find me on all of the interwebs as Liz Flow, L Y S Z F L O, and on Instagram, Creatively Exposed without the E. Sign up, show up hit me up. Um, there's also voice memos that you can send, rate, review, subscribe. Let's keep the conversation going. Thank you.